Hey, moms in business, welcome to the podcast that educates, encourages, and empowers women. I'm your host, Angela Fazio, and I'm committed to bringing you great business information, amazing guests, inspiration, and a godly perspective. Let's get started. Today's episode is brought to you by The Forum Coworking and Events in Chandler, Arizona. It's a great co-work space where people can meet clients, conduct business, um, have private events, or just have fun. It's also sponsored by East Valley Connect Facebook Group. It's connecting Phoenix East Valley community and local businesses. Today I have two guests, Jenna Colburn and Jessica Santa Cruz. They're connected through um, Jenna's tumble and cheer gym that she has. And Jessica Santa Cruz is a real estate agent. And today we're going to be talking about bringing up our young women and our young men through fitness to uh, strengthen their minds, their, their bodies and their spirits. So let's jump into the conversation. Hi. Hi. How are you guys? Welcome to Hey Moms in Business. And um, we are talking today with Jenna Colburn and Jessica Santa Cruz. Very excited about our conversation. You guys are going to be totally blessed by the content today. So Jenna, let's start with you. Tell us about your kids. My kids. So I have a three-year-old Bradley, a six-year-old Harley, and an eight-year-old Montana. Um, my my Bradley boy, he, um, he is an adventurer. So he climbs and, um, and gets dirty and can sleep anywhere. And my six-year-old, Harley, is an artist. She loves life, finds the beauty in life, and loves to color. Um, and our eight-year-old, Montana, she is an athlete. She loves sports. She is very goal-oriented, and she always wants to get better. So. Very good. Yeah. So we'll get back to you, Jessica. Let's hear about your four kids. Okay. So, yes, I have four kids. Um the first one's Logan, and he is 26. Um, Macy is 22. Uh, Abigail is 17, and Ava, who is nine. We are also, I'm a stepmom to three children. They're all adults, so we're a blended family. So seven kids in one household is very interesting. That's a lot. Yes. Yep, yep you got me beat by one. <laughs> very good. So here's, here's what I want to start with. You guys both have a very thriving business, and we'll get back to your kids later. You have a thriving business. Jessica, you're a real estate agent. Yes. And you started your business, Jenna, six years ago, and it's like a tumble and... Tumble and cheer. Tumble yep. and cheer and uh, parkour too? Yep, parkour. All right. So what we want to talk about today are um, why, why you started your own business, why you're in business for yourself, the, the dream and the story behind it. Um, let, us, let people know how you got started and things like that. So let's start with your tumble and cheer business. All right, so um, I it called. It's called Define Yourself Tumble and Cheer. Okay, and we opened with the intent to you know train athletes and also build character and just invest invest in lives. So I grew up in the sport world in competitive gymnastics, and then um, by high school time, I wanted that social aspect. So I went to the all star cheer in the school cheer area, and the things that I learned outside of just gaining skills have carried on with me throughout um, this day. So that was my goal and our intentions for starting. Um, my husband um, supported me in it and we are, um, we're thriving doing it together. So it's great. So when you started six years ago, you just immediately had a ton of clients, right? 
Uh, no, <laughs> it was the best going every day and sitting for four hours after school with one kid, two kids. And, you know, I remember all of April, like, okay, Trey, we got three kids this month. Like, we can do it. We can do it. And, you know, going through those times of like, I don't know if I can do this. I I can do this. I got one more and I got one phone call and, and going through the highs and lows. But understanding that this is a dream and I'm going to go all out until I can't go anymore. And, and so now, you know, we're up to 430 kids um, that we get an impact. So it's exciting. So I think one thing that it is exciting, by the way, one thing that can really help our, our listeners is to talk about how did you first of all get through that first part mentally, right? Mm -hmm. And what did you do? What actions did you take uh, to build up your clientele? Both of you would have had to do that because when you're in business for yourself, things just don't fall in your lap. So Jenna, what did you do to, to get through that time mentally, keep yourself going? And how did you attract those kids? I would say um, I really, community involvement, I would say I, um, I reached out to the area. We're in Santan Valley, so we're kind of in this um, beautiful pocket. And so understanding, you know, what our community wanted and understanding that there are so many kids that don't know about cheer and don't know about tumbling. And I can talk about those, too, all day long because I think it's empowering. I think it's important. I think it can change life. So going into the schools and, and teaching um, these kids that it's really awesome to do flips and um, spending and volunteering my time and bringing my kids with me through it all because, you know, when there's only two kids coming, you're not getting paid anything. So, you know, we we brought all of our kids with us and we, you know, chugged along and they slept on concrete floors while I'm teaching a class and they um, their, our kids learned how to walk on our spring floor. And, you know, so just having that whole family mindset of like, this is what we want. We want our kids to see our hard work, our perseverance, and we want them to see our failures along with that. And so that's very cool. So you basically went out there and went after people. Yes. And Jessica, you do a thriving real estate business. I do. I do. I started out originally um, in new construction doing QuickBooks payroll, um, the business side of it. And I decided I did not want to sit at a desk anymore. So I went and I got can't my real see estate you doing office. That. I, yeah, it was not for me. I realized that. So, but I still love the housing industry and being and doing all that type of stuff as far as viewing homes and the new construction and stuff. So when I originally got into real estate and got my license, I did nothing but new builds and worked with, um, you know, builders out in Gold Canyon and so forth. And then I realized then I really, the real estate, the real estate side of it, um, for the resale part of it, I liked showing homes. I didn't like sitting just at an office just selling that one product. So I decided to get into the resale. And so I've been doing real estate since 06. And it's really the people. That's yeah. what drives me uh, every day is being with the people, engaging with them, showing them, getting to know them, spending time with them. That's truly what real estate to me is. I mean, I love to make a paycheck, but I also just truly enjoy being with people. So, And how did you build your clientele? Um, sitting at open houses Good every single day. So the when I first got into it, the new construction part of it, building a spec home and then sitting at the spec home. Um, that's how I met my first few clients. So I only sold three homes the first year I was into it. Um, but I sat every single day, three, four months at one house. And I just met people. 
took their names, followed up with them. Even if they didn't want to buy that house, I continued to see if I could sell them another home. So that's how I built my inventory. And then on top of it, um, just getting out there and getting to know people, um, letting people know. The biggest thing is letting them know what you do. And when I first got into it, I was kind of nervous and didn't feel confident in it. And after the years went on, I realized the more I talk about my business, wherever I'm at, people always want to talk real estate. So right. it works out great. So that's my entire business built off referral base. So Both of you have something in common. Well, you have lots of things in common. You're, yes. you're a cheer mom, Jessica, yes, as well. Is that how you know each other? Through cheer? Through cheer. So I met Jenna when she was young and on a cheer team with Arizona Heat. Really? She was actually on a team, and my oldest daughter, the 22-year-old, was on a team. And that's how I met Jenna. And then I stayed in, and my kids continued on. And then Jenna got engaged and got married and had kids and opened up her own gym. And I contacted her and followed her, and I've been at her gym ever since. Wow, that is very cool. Right? That's very cool. Yes. I love those stories. But the, one of the things that I observed in both of you is your passion for people, like just how you want to make a difference in people's lives. You, Jenna, are very interested in encouraging young ladies, yes. and, and I, we're going to talk about that. And Jessica, you encourage people everywhere you go, by the way. Thank That's you. just innate <laughs> in you, but you really passionately care about people. And so when you passionately care about people you serve them well it's just you can't help it I just got goosebumps I did all over my body it's a it's a I'm so excited about the fact that there are other women out there that are passionate about not only people in general but specifically encouraging our future ladies our our future women and encouraging women so tell us your um, perspective on why that's important to you why you have a passion for that and how you play that out Jenna start with you all right, so I um, I believe that if we can teach these future generations, then you know we can change the world. So I do it in the tumbling and cheer world. So I look at empowering these girls. We have about four hundred girls and thirty boys in our program. So I would say we're you know very dominant in the the female world. And so I think it's so empowering to teach these girls that they're brave enough to do anything they want to do. I have kids who can't hold themselves up, and I'm talking more of forward rolls, handstands, and backflips, all that fun stuff. But then they get to the point where they're doing these flips, and they're like, I'm doing these flips. It's me that's doing it. It's, um, you know, this thought process of understanding, I am so strong. I'm so brave. I went through this process. I trusted in my training, and and I want this. And, and seeing them, that light bulb turn on and understanding that, they are responsible for um, the things that they do and how they respond and the work that they put into it um, is really awesome to see. And then you go into the cheer world where now it's a team sport. Now it's I'm holding this person up. They're trusting me to catch them. And once you remove that selfish, we're so selfish in nature. So Mm, once you remove that and you're really looking at I want this person to succeed and you're taking out all of the it's all about me then I think we see the bigger picture on how to make this world better. And I, and I love doing that in Tumbling and Cheer. I, th- I think you're spot on. One of the things I love about moms in business is that it's a, it's, a, it's a place where we can encourage each other because the world's so catty. Women are terrible to each other. Yes, they compare they to, you know, compare ourselves wrongly yes. to each other. We judge each other. It's terrible. And I love what you're saying because you're connecting this um, – overcoming a physical fear, like in, right. into mental toughness. Right. And you're also translating that instead of I'm so great, 
no, I want to encourage you. I want to be part of your team. Right. I'm a young lady who is supporting that young lady and being her cheerleader. Absolutely. That is so important. And I wish more people would get to that point to see the importance in that. Jessica, what do you think about that? Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I mean, obviously, it's nice with Jenna because she's in, you know, impacting my kids and having them at their cheer group. So when they come home, I have to tell a little quick story. (laughs) When they come home and they're crying and Jenna changed the routine again and they did all this (laughs) stuff, I believe in Jenna. So I always reinforce with my kids that you have to trust in her. She lives, breathes this business. She knows this business. And if she changes your routine and stresses you out, you need to be able to follow her and let her guide you. So she wants the best out of this. She lives for it. So that's it definitely, I agree with Jenna, when it comes to impacting the girls and so forth. Yeah, it's, it's life a, skills. It is, definitely. It is. We mm-hmm. live in a world that changes the routine all the time. Welcome to life. Yes. Right? right? So you might as well get, um, get with it now. Yeah, because absolutely. if you can't bend and shift with the way that life changes the routine, yeah. you're going to be either a victim, a whiny victim, baby, who mm-hmm. likes that, mm-hmm. or defeated. Yep, right? Sure. Crawl into a ball, suck your thumb, and rock back and forth, you <laughs> know, or <laughs> get with a new routine. Uh-huh. Absolutely. What Absolutely. a great analogy. I yeah. love it. Absolutely. So you are also an encourager. I am. I definitely am. I'm having three girls myself. Um, all, you know, it's it's a challenge every day. I'm right? surprised Keeping you're not them. all gray. I, well, there's a lot of hair appointments every six months. (laughs) But yeah, so obviously um, the biggest thing for me in real estate is customer service, right? Um, I'm not a huge numbers person. Uh, If I sell 20 homes a year or 50 homes a year, I'm happy. And the reason being is my, the people, the clientele that I have are happy with me in the end. So whether I sell 50 and I have these great numbers in a great year, or I sell 20, as long as that 20 is happy with my customer service, what I provide for them, and they refer me out to me, that's the biggest thing. So that's what, that's actually what real estate is for me, is making sure that I do my job well, Mm -hmm. not to compete, not to compare myself to the next agent, not to compare my numbers. It's just making sure that everybody that I provide service to, they're happy with. Mm-hmm. So that's ultimately, yeah. Absolutely. Can, can I add on this? Yes, so, of course. Um, so with this, the thing that I love about Jessica, so we've sold, um, we we change our minds a lot yes. when it comes to real estate. So we bought probably four homes uh-huh. in the last few years. Yeah. And really? Three yeah. Years, you like to move? We do. I love it. I love it. So um, She likes the challenge. I like the challenge. Yes. Once I see something, I go with it. And I love that Jessica's always available. You know, we are such a self-gratification. Like, we need answers right away. And, and I love that about Jessica is she wants to provide for me. Like, hey, Jessica, what do you think about this? Well, okay, I'll pull it up. I'll send it to you. Like, within... Minutes, you know, yeah. and it's so encouraging to have somebody that is is helping you all along the way. What do you think about this? And, you know, I trust her opinion. I value her opinion. And we change our minds so much in that regards that I have learned to to trust her and her professional opinion. But I've also learned to be grateful for her dropping everything for for us because we've it's we a, need it. It's all, it's all <laughs> a different expression of service. Yeah. Right. It it's her way of expressing how to serve you. Yes. And just the way, that just in the same way that you serve your kids that you yeah. work with. And I, God calls us to be servants. God wants us to bless other people, encourage, lift up. And one of the conversations that Jenna and I started, and I know we've had this conversation, Jessica, is the idea of we're human. We're going to make mistakes, but we need to approach life with a humility 
with a grace that I think so many women neglect to develop in themselves. This, like, it's not woman power. Now, I am all for strong women. I'm sitting yeah. with three of them. One of them is not speaking, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I love strong women. I think that uh, Proverbs 31 describes a woman who is strong and smart in business and a great wife, but has humility and grace. That's what the world is lacking is approaching each other like that. Women right. to women yeah. with right. humility yeah, and grace. Right. You know, absolutely. Mm. And that's what you guys teach. I know you teach your kids that, hey, you need to be okay with making mistakes. Oh, you know what you told me the other day that I, I'm going to use. Go. So Jenna told me that let's say, you know, as you can imagine, if she's working with 400 girls, 30 boys, 400 girls, those 400 girls have moms <laughs> and not all moms are gracious. Right. Amen. <laughs> not all moms are gracious. But yeah. here's what's so cool. Instead of Jenna saying, not all moms are gracious, she did not say that. She said, when I have to talk to a mom that is having a problem with me, I start by saying, can I start with this? Hey, listen, I'm human. I make mistakes. Can we just start with, let's be grace, gracious to each other. Let's Absolutely. show each other grace. What a way to start a conversation. That, that must disarm, absolutely disarm most of the confrontation right is that did I get that right yeah absolutely I think we as moms like I always tell my moms you're allowed to be a mama bear you know you're allowed to protect your kids and you know but I think it's it's how we talk and how you know I've learned that when I go to businesses and it's not necessarily what I want I come off as really strong I'm like back up Jenna back up you know have have grace and have that humility of I am here to make you better. You know, Maya Angelou said, when you know better, do better. So as, as we go through life, you know, when I know better, when parents tell me something that um, I listen to it, I respond to it, but then my goal is to do better, to know mm -hmm. better. Once I know, then I can help. Then I can fix it. Then, and if I can't fix it, I'll tell you I can't fix it, and we'll walk this journey together, you know. But, yeah, that's, that's strong. I I, I can come off strong as well, but I try to think about what is the intention of the other person. Pro and I can't just think automatically it's a bad intention. Uh, we don't they know might, their story. That's right. We don't know their story, and they might just not be very good at expressing themselves. Absolutely. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I'm yeah. sure you have clients oh. that express themselves from time to time, For right, sure. Jessica? Absolutely. And there's times I have to step back and regroup as well because there is that part of me that, like, wants to fire back like what do you mean I give everything up for you how do you not know this I answer every text I answer every call and then you still are unhappy with something so until you actually have a conversation with them and find out their story what behind it and where they were triggered then we can you know go from there but yeah customer service and being in this industry and dealing with people and what they're where they're coming from their background it helps me a lot. So that is part of mine is to getting to know the person. As we're looking at homes, as we're doing things, I like to get to know their story. I like to know where they come from, how they live their lives, how many kids they have. Are they juggling seven kids trying to go show one house? Is that, are they stressed out when we get there because it's 15 minutes behind schedule, that type of thing. So, yeah, it's definitely important to, you know, get and to know And text messages person. are hard to read. Like, oh, I'll text Jessica, da-da-da-da. Like, so short, so sweet, to the point 
yeah, that sounded really rude. It wasn't my intention. <laughs> right. But like, I think we lose sight in the text messaging because I am short, sweet, blunt. Like, I just yep. want you to know my answer. I don't want to sugarcoat it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think that is really hard to interpret. Like, I can interpret in so many different ways that text message. You're right. Oh, You're right. It's like, sure. um, it's like that. Have you ever seen, um, uh, like, the, it's something about a comma. It's the diff- a comma is the difference between let's eat, grandma, or let's eat grandma. Right, right, right. So the comma makes all the difference, yes. and that's the same with intonation. I'm going to read with my own intonation, regardless of the intonation that you put into the text. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's very interesting that you said that you like to be short and sweet. That's a personality type. You're a D in the yep. disc profile, for sure, mm-hmm. because I know I, I write my text or I write my email, and then I go back and I put a good morning and a please oh, and a smiley so awesome. face and a heart. The same. My husband gets on me all the time about Mine's that. A story. Yeah. Yeah. Yours is short and sweet. Mine's a story. Yes, yes. <laughs> Mine's like a whole blown out. Like I hope you're having a because you're an ass. <laughs> How's your children? Oh, is your dog feeling better? When would you like to go see homes today? <laughs> uh, that's one thing I will make a suggestion to our audience. If you have never heard of the disc profile mm-hmm. or any other personality profile, the disc in particular is really for any any person who deals with people, well, that would be everybody. You should learn that because once you have um, a knowledge of the the way God has wired different people, once you have a knowledge of that, you can have more appreciation for the way different people communicate, especially when they're different communicators than you. And you can actually adapt better with people that you're talking to so that you bring out the best in them. Right. Right. So that's just a little suggestion from Angela. Um, (laughs) The other thing that we talked about that helps to, and I'm talking about these things because I feel like when we talk about grace and being gracious to each other and encouraging and building up of women and, you know, all of these things that we're talking about, appreciation, appreciation of different personality styles, right? Serving people. And it's because if you put all these things together, although you'll be better at blessing other people, be, you'll be more successful in your business. You yourself will be more blessed because you just attract these wonderful things to yourself. And one of the things we talked about is having a grateful heart that will absolutely redirect your life if you can get in the habit of being grateful and so like in the morning one almost of the time my first words are good morning lord thank you so much thank you and I just start making a list of all the things I'm thankful for I have conversations with my husband almost every day about things that we're thankful for and it it almost like changes the color of life when you have that grateful heart um, I know that you mentioned that as well, Jenna. What do you have to say about that? Um, I So every time before we go out onto the mat to compete, I uh, have been having the kids just put their hands on their belly. I'm like, you guys breathe. Like, feel your breath. Like, you get this opportunity. You get to breathe. You, like, you get to work your muscles. Like, you don't understand that people don't get this opportunity. And understanding that to be an athlete and to have these skills, like, what an opportunity. Like how grateful are our bodies that we yeah. get to be able to wake up every day, walk to school or, you know, I think we we lose sight of the simple things of just breathing. You know, we took our kids to go see that um, premiere five feet apart. apart. Five, five feet apart. Feet apart. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and her lungs yet. and she, she couldn't, she had to do breathing treatments and, you know, she, just her breath, like how she... We take for granted just breath, you and know. She and labors. Yeah. yeah, and she can't run. She can't do all the stuff that all of our athletes can do. And I think we lose sight of 
the little things, you know, to be grateful for the, the, the breath, the muscles, the being able to speak, being able to hear, you know, all of that, Absolutely. I think, puts it into perspective. I agree. I agree. How do you stay grateful, Jessica? Um, well, let's see. First, we got intent bracelets this year to remind ourselves. So each one of our kids, I wrote out a little um, phrase for them. <clears throat> and, and we basically have to constantly remind ourselves. So mine is grateful. Um, I have to remind myself every day that I'm grateful for my family, my business, everything that I do have. So what I do have, I Your need goats. to enjoy my animals, <laughs> my farm. Um, so yeah, so we definitely, as a family um, in our house, we try to sit down and communicate and discuss some of those things because I always want my kids, my kids are, I'm driven. So I always want them to do more and better and that type of stuff. But I also want them to respect themselves for who they are and what they have today. Live for today too. So um, each, each child got a new intent bracelet and then my husband got one as well. And so we sat down, we did this whole little thing. And so my biggest thing for me was to be grateful and grateful for what I have and enjoy what I have as I'm pursuing to become a better business owner, better mother, better wife, that type of thing. So it's definitely something I have to work at every day to remind myself because I do have so much and I am very blessed. Um, my business is amazing. My kids are amazing, but some days it doesn't feel that way. All right, you've, you to <laughs> you've totally humbled me. I have never done anything as fancy as intention bracelets. Intent. And, Intent. See, yeah. I, can't, I can't even, I don't even know what it's, it's called. It, it's like when I sit across from a, um, a woman who's like a really great cook uh -huh. or who like can stay at home with their kids. Mm -hmm. What? No, right. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm not a real mom. <laughs> Right. <laughs> that's really that's really impressive that you do those kinds of Thank things with your you. children. That's yeah. awesome. I think it's really right. important to teach our kids that. I think if you are that way, you are inherently going to teach your children that way. And so one of the best reasons to constantly work on yourself as a mom, as a woman, as an encourager is for that very reason because you are you are the um, object of a lot of people's learning, not only your kids, but all those kids that you touch, Absolutely. all the clients that you come across, right? Yeah. All the people that come into to my business. If I'm, not, if I'm not constantly aware of becoming a better me, a more positive, encouraging, oh, I sound like Kayla, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, you did. That totally did. <laughs> I did, totally did. But if we don't, if we work on themselves, there's, there's an added benefit. It's not only for our good, but it's for the good of our children. It's for the good of the people that we're around. Right. Oh my God, that's so good. So I don't good. think I'm gonna ha I'm gonna even remember that though. It's really good though. <laughs> okay, let's wrap it up a little bit. Um, let's talk about this is women in business, moms in business, and all of these things. Although we're talking about life in general, they have everything to do with business. Mm -hmm. So, if you were to say, how can our audience translate or apply something we've talked today to their business? For example, I would say. When you have a servant's heart and you look at people and you try to have uh, empathy for what they might be going through when they're in stress or trouble, right? And so if I'm aware of that and I practice that, they're going to feel cared for. And if they feel cared for, they're going to see you as a better business person. I mean, that's just, you're a better person, better business person, whatever it is. So that's worth the effort, especially for people like us that might not have the same type of an empathy that Jessica has naturally. I know I have to work at it because I'm so direct and so to the point. So that's what that would be one kind of an example. Any ideas? I would say um, what's what I remember is knowing my why. Sometimes I get really lost in the 
the materialistic side of things, like, oh, my gym doesn't have granite countertops or, you know, all of the the fancy things when really my why is impacting kids. Like, that is my business. That's my business model. I want to train them. I want to impact their lives. And I don't care that my lobby doesn't look as amazing. Um, I would rather spend the money on, like, the kids who I'm impacting. So I think with um, social media and this world of, you know, Pinterest and everything has to look a certain way or be a certain way, I think it's really important for, for me to remember to scale back and remember that what I put in will go out. So everything that I do has to fall into my why. And if it doesn't, then hopefully I have people in my life that are going to hold me accountable to remember, hey, granite countertops don't matter. What matters is, you know, that kid that had a really rough day, you spent five extra minutes with them or, you know, just accountability, filling other people's gas tanks and understanding that people are going to have to hold you accountable. People are going to have to tell you you've lost your way. Exactly. Wow. That's strong. I love that. I treasure the people in my life who speak into my life that way. Yep. absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, so mine would be um, being a business owner, real estate agent, married to a loan officer, um, having a blended family, all of these things, minus balance, balancing all of that. It's a juggling act, making sure that when I am with my children, I am present. So, and then when I'm running my business, I'm actually present in my business. So the balance of the two is something I've had to learn over the years. Obviously, it didn't always work out that way, and I was more present for my work, and then I was more present for my kids, and my business suffered. So over the years, being a business owner, I think um, balance has been the biggest key for me, and I think I finally figured it out. I actually think I am juggling it well now. Everybody's happy. At least my kids say they are. Um, And then all my clients seem to be pretty happy too. So um, owning a business has been probably one of the biggest challenges besides being a mom. Um, so having the two of them and learning, you know, and, and taking the loss and the failures and learning from them has been the biggest thing for me. So, um, yeah, I, I can't even, I don't know what more to explain right. that that is truly, I, I understand your why and I get it absolutely, but mine has been truly balanced. So I yeah. don't have balance yet. Oh, I, I work hard. on it. It is. It is. So I hard. wish I would maybe when maybe when, I don't know if I'm ever going to have it, (laughs) but I'll keep working on it. Okay. So how, Jessica, how do people um, get in touch with you if they want to talk to you about your business or know more about you um, or want to buy a house? How are they going to get in touch with you? Well, I have a Facebook, I have a website, um, I'm on Instagram, um, obviously I have a U-Haul truck that has my face and name all over it it's that a pretty I use face. for staging. <laughs> um, you know, I have signs throughout the valley, um, my husband being in the business, he actually promotes me and I promote him, so it helps us because Homebridge allows me to be on their sites and promote myself. So it, it goes, it's it's a nice industry to be in with having a husband as a loan officer. So it makes it really nice because we can feed off each other and market each other. And, you know, the customer service is a one-stop shop if mm-hmm. they use him as a lender and so forth. So you can actually find me on all different social media sites. But I also do a mailer magazine um, that is bi-monthly, and that seems to help. Um, the difference with my magazine is I didn't hit just my clientele. I actually went to all the businesses that my kids attend to, my dentist, the doctors, legal, whatever the case may be, and I asked if I could put my magazine in their lobby, and I did. And you wouldn't believe 
the amount of leads I got from the legal firm. <laughs> so it was amazing that they pulled my card out and called me. So the magazines have worked for me. Not always does it work for agents, but it has worked for me. And so I think when I talk to other agents about that, I'm like, you need to focus just not on your clientele that you already sold a home to, but to businesses. Go and speak with them. Ask them, it's a free magazine. Can I leave this on your lobby desk? And now I use it as a mailer. So they actually receive it every month and put a new one out. So Napa Auto Parts, I put one in there and I got tons of leads off that. So it actually works out really well. So sh sh people would just look up Jessica Santa Cruz. Yep. S-A-N-T-A-C-R-U-Z. And they'll find you. They will. Okay. And how, Jenna, how, Jenna, do they find out about your gym? We have, our website is tumbleandcheer.com, all spelled out. And um, we have a Facebook at Cheer to Find. And um, we're our Impact Cheer Elite program we have impactcheerleap.com that'll get you all together and where we're at. And your gym is in Santan Valley. Yep, Santan Valley. Fantastic. So anybody, um, you guys reach out to these ladies if you have a need in those areas. And thank you so much for being on the show today. What a pleasure to talk with both of you. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks for listening to Hey Moms in Business. Have a great day.